Hey, welcome back to Soundplay. This episode is a follow-up from last episode where I talk about what I discovered after exploring my neighborhood in the middle of the night. Give that one a listen if that sounds intriguing. I never intended to do a follow-up project, but in fall of 2021, the first semester of my junior year of college, I was back on campus after a year-long social distancing period. I began to wonder if my relationship to my campus had changed. I began to wonder if the nighttime, like Vanessa Lowe says in Nocturne, was a way I could examine or measure that change. These questions were difficult. Asking them would mean that I would have to acknowledge that I was not the same person that I was before the coronavirus pandemic. But after all that, here it is. As I record this, pink clouds rise above the reeds of Marsh Quad. I can hear a seagull fly against the wind. Winter has come again to Salem State, and it's morning time. When I think back to where I was a year ago, I don't see the pink morning skies I'm now so accustomed to, but rather the barren cherry blossom tree and black ice of my front yard back at home. This past semester, I moved back to the campus I had missed so dearly when online classes were in full swing. I settled down into an apartment and spent most of my time with friends, watching TV, doing homework, and walking. Walking to and from the various corners of campus, walking back from the dining hall after a late night meal, walking to Sullivan from the library and cutting it close to being late for class. In many ways, I have settled into life here. Accepting the fact that my experience may not be the same as it was in freshman year, the last time I experienced a full fall semester in person. In my junior year, I walk through campus with a little more knowledge of who I am and what I want, a little less doubt about my place in the world and at college, and the weight of the future heavy on my shoulders. That pressure is still the same, if not more, than it was in freshman year. Sometimes, I remember the night walks I used to take when college life was still new to me. Those nights were mostly born out of necessity. In order to hang out with my friends at their residence hall, I would have to take the 15-minute walk there and back when it got time for me to leave. Still, walking through Salem at night brought a distinct sense of clarity when I needed it most. I was alone, but at peace, the reassuring silence of nighttime keeping me company. The night acted like a buffer a shield from the worries of the day. I should have been scared, and sometimes I was, but mostly I was content. There was always something to look at during those night walks, whether it was the holiday lights that lined the streets during final season or the fallen leaves scattered across the sidewalks. There is little need for those walks now, considering I live with the people I used to visit until late at night. But I do miss the clarity they brought me. The distinct feeling that I was right where I belonged, at midnight, where possibilities were endless and unbroken. The dark was not scary, or at least it didn't try to be. It was a guide, 
leading me on my way home. Now I'm two years older, and that distinct feeling that I'm right where I belong doesn't just find me in the dark, but everywhere. Whether I'm leaving class on North Campus or walking to the grocery store, I'm right where I wanted to be two years ago, and I'm overwhelmed with love and gratitude. Still, sometimes, I find myself missing who I was and who I thought I could be on those distant midnight walks. These days, the darkness is no longer just physical. It's the future, looming and ever-present. Not the cold night air I know so well, but an intangible void filled with my uncertainty. It's been a stressful two years for everyone. Has the darkness changed too, after months of turmoil? After returning back to in-person classes, I wanted to see what feelings came up during a night walk through campus. Am I the same person I was back then, when nighttime was freedom and not a physical manifestation of the future? Has my relationship to my campus at night changed? What's lurking out there, and is it really as terrifying as I think it might be? I tried to answer these questions by recording myself walking the campus at night. All right, I'll be back soon. by Peabody Hall. I think I'm gonna take a different way around campus than I usually would if it were midnight freshman year and I was walking back to my own dorm in Central. It's cold. The kind of cold that makes your legs go a little bit numb. But I'm bundled up. It's about 9.55. Haven't really encountered much darkness though. Considering I'm walking past a parking lot lit up by street lamps. Now I'm rounding a corner closer to Meyer. I could go up the stairs 
by Meyer Hall that lead to kind of this hill that overlooks the parking lot and a little bit of the campus, but maybe I'll leave that for another day. I'm walking past all these buildings and they're still lit up. There's still lights, but the campus behaves a little bit differently at night. It's kind of interesting to see. I mean, there's nobody in the buildings. I think the library closes at five anyways. But I can see in it and some computers have been left on the home screen and It looks active. It looks awake. Just in a different way. You can see your breath. Not sure what that was. on the library path now. I can hear music, I think. Probably from another residence hall or something. Even Allison is lit up. TV's still going, but the only person I see is me around here. I can see the moon though. Um, the sky's a little cloudy today. You can still see this, the, the sky and the clouds. I don't see much stars. just past the horizon, I can see orange haze of light pollution. I walk this path every day, not as much as at night as I once did, but my legs are still kind of carrying me forward. I still know the way. to exit North Campus, but it's nice to see people's windows lit up or Christmas trees set up outside of people's houses. It's around final season, so it's around Christmas. Going onto a busier road now. 
think my favorite thing about the street at night is the stoplights by every crosswalk that just kind of light up green or red. Right now they're lighting up green and they just fill the whole road with this green shadow. Even the fire station is lit up with rainbow Christmas lights. It definitely feels like the end of something. The end of the semester, the end of the year. As I keep walking, I don't really have any fears about what's before me because I know what's before me. It's a constant routine. The Salem bus, the 455, just passed. Heading to Salem Depot. I just turned into the bike path, which is definitely a lot more dark, a little bit more menacing than the street lamps of my campus. On the right side of me is a long brick building. I think that's Bartolon. On the left, thick brambles and trees and shadows cast from the trees onto the building, making really sharp, pointy shapes, a little bit threatening. I can feel myself walking a little bit faster now because I can't really see what's in front of me and I don't really want to look at what's behind me because I'm a little bit afraid to. It's nobody, just a bush. are tired from staring at a screen all day and in the corners of them sometimes I see dark shadows just figments of my imagination but still scary to say the least still on the bike path just a little bit past Bartolon now towards the university police building. This is where I'd usually get off on the bike path and walk back to my dorm. But now, you can kind of see in a window of the trees past the university police building, a little view of my campus. 
nice. Now I can see my shadow ahead of me, lit up in the various street lamps in front of the university police. But I'm just descending deeper into darkness, kind of away from that place. Shadow's right next to me now, walking a little bit ahead. I think I'll keep it that way. Usually there's squirrels darting each side of this pathway all hours of the day, but I don't see any. I'm a little bit afraid of skunks. My glasses are fogging up, which makes it a little bit more hard to see. Shadow still next to me. And now I'm by Atlantic, which is where I live. And I don't really look at this corner at night. But it's interesting to see all of the different windows lit up with Christmas trees or fairy lights, little portals into different people's lives. Across from the bike path into the Atlantic sidewalk. Now I've got a barrier of a building and some big pine trees next to me, but a lot of potholes in this sidewalk. Muddy, gravelly potholes. I need to be careful. can't see in front of me that well, and I can't see below me that well either. It's a little bit difficult to watch out for things I might not want to step on. Now I'm behind Atlantic. Look out over the marsh. The moon is still peeking out just a little bit above Atlantic. It didn't look real in the sky for a second. It's so faint. To the point where now I can't even see it. 
but it's still really hazy in front of me. Could be the cloud cover, I'm not sure. Here's some dogs barking in the distance. Obviously some planes overhead. In the darkness, it feels like the clouds should be covering every single surface. Like I'll look up at the sky and look back to what's in front of me and it'll just be another blurrier version of clouds and subtle figures behind those clouds. But beyond the marsh, there's horizon of roofs and tree line. It's that distant orange blur of light pollution that kind of extends the closer you look to the parking lot where there's more lights. And even above Atlantic, you can kind of see it outlining whole building and still see your breath and I can still see my shadow directly in front of me I could walk back into Atlantic right now or I could take the very dark path into the marsh area a place I've never really been except in daylight but I'm walking. I don't have a flashlight. I can barely see. Things moving in the grass. Still, you can still hear the distant passing of cars. Every time I blink, my vision gets a little bit more blurred. I think, I think I'm just tired. The air smells really fresh. That same late fall briskness. In front of me, or a little bit off to the side, I suppose, there's one of those blue campus lights just at the end of the marsh from what I can see. But it's all I can see, just this blue light just shining directly in my eyes. Even further from campus now, and again, looking back at Atlantic, it's interesting to see the shape, the outline, the silhouette of it.
against like the sharpness of the bare trees kind of outreaching themselves towards the brick building. Even though I feel submerged in kind of dark nature, there's something comforting about still being able to hear the sound of traffic. And it's, the darkness is not scary, it's, it's comforting. not really giving me any signs of warning or I'm not really afraid of it. I think it's just more of a present being, almost. See a little bit before me and the path kind of opens up. into or back onto the bike path. And the darkness isn't scary, but it's what's around me that might be scary. I haven't seen a single person, but I can feel my heartbeat kind of rising. So now I'm at a crossroads. I could continue onto this dark path. I could go into the bike path again. Or I could turn around, take a look at the shallow water kind of reflecting off the lights or the lights reflecting off the water in the marsh the trees that surround the marsh I can look back at my apartment building and now I can't make out every single window just a few one lights up blue um, another purple, another just covered in Christmas lights. It's all cloud in the sky, except for a little bit of that moon. Still there. This fall, I'm heading back to Salem 
going to school full-time, and living in my first apartment. I keep envisioning this future me, walking the bike path after dark once more, or heading downtown and getting lost again. I am so excited to greet this darkness like the old acquaintance it is. That was me seven months ago, reflecting on a walk I took around my hometown neighborhood. Just like I envisioned half a year ago, I am no longer the freshman that lived across campus from her friends. I no longer have the same worries about the classes I took then, or the same doubts about my ability to get through college. While I am the same person, I have new worries, new doubts, and newfound fears of a future that may never even manifest. Taking a midnight walk this semester allowed me to revisit the person that needed those walks the most. Not only did I get to pass the familiar crosswalks, stoplights, and trees that I grew to love in freshman year, I came to realize that at this point, the darkness is more of a friend than an acquaintance. I realized that the love I feel for my campus and the city that surrounds it is not different. It's the same love I knew two years ago, but I can experience it in different ways. I get to experience it in different ways, which is something I'm so grateful for. I am still envisioning a future me, whoever she is, that will walk this campus, making memories and learning new things. Who will I be a year from now, when winter sets into the city again and I leave my final fall semester at Salem State? The thought is daunting, but even in the dark, the unknown, there is comfort and newness. Right now, the least I can do is be ready to welcome these uncharted experiences take one step at a time to reach them as I am. You've been listening to Nocturne. I'm Melissa Prey. So there you have it. The nighttime can be a catalyst for more than just discovery. It can also bring up some really heavy feelings about change and belonging. So I guess I'll end with another thought experiment. As I record this, it's early May. The nights are just starting to warm up. The sun lingers a little bit over the trees, 
and my neighborhood is alive with the scent of lilacs and cherry blossoms. The nighttime here is a little bit magical, a little bit enticing, and kind of scary. But summer evenings serve to hold a candle up to some of that mystery. I might have to revisit my neighborhood at night once more. So there you have it. The nighttime can be a catalyst for more than just discovery. It can also bring up some really heavy feelings about change and belonging. So I guess I'll end with another thought experiment. As I record this, it's early May. The nights are just starting to warm up. And the sun lingers a little bit over the trees. And my neighborhood is alive with the scent of lilacs and cherry blossoms. The nighttime here is a little bit magical, a little bit enticing, and kind of scary. But summer evenings serve to hold a candle up to some of that mystery. I might have to revisit my neighborhood at night once more. If you liked this two-part episode about the nighttime, you'll love Vanessa Lowe's podcast, Nocturne, available at nocturnepodcast.org.